But I don't know what she means by uh, sound levels. I don't ever touch my Zoom. So <laughs> I just have it on auto, I think. It's just auto, right? Can't you hit, hit auto? <laughs> Lucy, hit auto. I don't know. Is that a button even on here? Auto? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is uh, Lucy Wack. Hey. We have Rachel Sanders. Hello. And uh, and in for Maxwell Esposito, who is getting his dirty mouth fixed at a dentist. (laughs) We have brought on yet another millennial, fresh off of her debut on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 4, Episode 8. We have Ricky. Hi, everybody. Ricky Garcia here. (laughs) Also known as Miss Extra Smalls. How? (laughs) Miss Extra. So that's just the name changes happen. (laughs) No, just just in case if there's any people that do not know what Drag Race is and they need to know. Yeah, right. Yeah, please. Anyone on this who's listening to this show that doesn't know what it is, please. Let extra smalls tell you how it is. Hi, guys. How are we? How are we? How's it going? Fabulous. Uh, We're going to talk more about your shit. Don't you worry. It's going to happen because we have you here for the wrap-up, the RuPaul wrap-up. Lucy, how you doing, girl? I'm okay, girl. I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Things are happening. It's just been really fucking busy. And, like, you know that act that I was super excited about? Now I'm, like, panicking because my costume's not complete and it's just getting really uh, complicated. So, uh, you know, just getting through performer struggles as it is. Oh, it's so the show must go on, girl. The show must go on. You've you've built it up a lot. No, I know. It (laughs) it has to happen. Like, the premiere must occur, you know? When when, When is the performance? It's Friday, but it's in Elgin, so it's not like anybody in Chicago is going to see. Okay, then who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. If, <laughs> if we have any listeners in Elgin, please go to this show and Insta story the hell out of it because it'll be I at Side want... Street Art Studio. Everybody, it'll be cute. <laughs> it's it's funny because the last I think it's been like the last three weeks. Every time I'm like, Lucy, how are you? It's gotten more the the. <sighs> I'm good, girl. Has gotten more stressful. <laughs> like it's been with more intensity, and I'm like, I don't think she's telling the truth. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And like, I think I did something to my back, so my back is constantly hurting, and like that doesn't help for rhinestoning. Oh, oh my good girl! <laughs> like you're channeling Rachel. Suddenly, yeah. I was like, know. "Hey, that's me every day." <laughs> <laughs> but I don't make as much money as Rachel does, so I don't think that's fair. <laughs> is, is that true? What? I'm not. I am poor. <laughs> <laughs> My. Uh, I. I barely made rent. <laughs> oh, girl! Damn. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. You'll both get there someday. I promise you. <laughs> um, uh, Rachel, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. I almost like ripped a finger off of my body on Jesus. Sunday. Uh, 
Can All right, we, Rachel wins. These poor girls, <laughs> these poor Midwestern girls. Someone, <laughs> someone help them out. They are struggling. Find the thing that sparks joy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sparks joy? Sitting on my fucking couch and doing absolutely nothing else. Yeah. Oh my God, what I would give to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but you survived the polar vortex. We got your fucking pictures oh, yeah. of you, like, with your Yeah, your condescending face. ass telling me not to stay outside too long. Like, I don't know how to fucking survive in this shit you know that it's colder in other places and people are just fine <laughs> you know i mean uh, rachel like, like that's tony showing concern yeah, like that's such a rare thing to have happen like, but he can do it in a nicer way See, no is, it's tony and, that's the best yeah that is what you get bitch that is what you get you don't tell me why i can't i cannot all right this is an old dog and she does not do new tricks Barely. You know what you should have said? You should have said, Smile hey, Rachel, more. stay warm out there today. <laughs> Go get him, Tiger. All right, all right, all right. Good note, <laughs> Rachel. Good note. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ricky, you're in for Maxwell. That's yes. How do you feel about that? I feel Kishela yeah. about it. Oh. You know, <laughs> you, know um. you have the opportunity to advance <laughs> and put the millennials in a better light for all the world to listen to, and you chose to just go simple. You know, it's just <laughs> you those... didn't even say Kish Loopy, which just celebrated an anniversary. Oh shit! How... See, I'm, I'm fucking up for Maxwell. How... Kish Loopy, How... I feel it all. I <laughs> thought his was Kish as long as, as long as there's no cheese in it, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love cheese. You just had a birthday. Uh-huh. You celebrated your birthday at Learn the Words, at Learn bitch, the, yes. this week. Um, mm. And you are wearing your little Dorothy outfit. <laughs> so yeah. I want to just tell how, how grubby this girl is. She wore the same costume at two different parties because she was like, no one saw me here. Or no one saw me at that party that are here. No, the thing is that, that that look deserved a number, and we needed to give it into a number. <laughs> yeah, no, a really good friend, Michael Brambilla, made it. And I was just like, let's put it out here. Yes, let's girl. You I were... was like, I stoned this for a reason. She got the It's room. an investment. It's an investment. <laughs> you have to do it a certain amount of times to make your money back. Yes. Well, here's here's the truth of the, the matter. is I think that Ricky is literally uh, one trip to Nigel's away from being a drag queen. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think like that the moment he sees how inexpensive 301s really are he'll be like oh it's my calling you are getting a super gayer which i did not think was ever a possibility oh it's possible honey um and you are and you are leaning towards wearing heels uh-huh. i mean you couldn't tell it on the show but she has been trying to walk in heels for a, <laughs> for a long time the thing is my feet are very flat you know i had surgery on them and i'm just making excuses and oh, i need more practice she needs a sympathy belt put a fucking Insole in you there. Doctor Show. Isn't that Soju's storyline? <laughs> she did she have surgery? I don't know. I don't think so. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think she... Okay, yeah. Is she I on long know, enough actually. to have a storyline? Oh, burn! Ooh. I love to be continued. We don't know. The season isn't out yet. Secret, <laughs> secret, secrets. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the first time I went to Chicago, I saw Soju, and she did a Tony Braxton number, and I was living for it. She did "I Love You," yeah. like that song. I don't know, like if you remember that song. I don't. I don't know. I'm a I'm a big like music buff ish kind of, and I was like, oh, okay, I love the song. I forgot what year it came out. Though. Oh yeah, do you know who Taylor Dane is? 
Uh, isn't that the talent of my Oh my God! You do know. I just. Of course he does. Uh, you, you know, you know the uh, the shelter song. I just was. I heard that at the bar last night, and I was like, I remember this song. I love. Yeah. I was like, uh, you gotta bring that one out. Do yeah, that I, I think one. I'm going yeah. to. It's four minutes and seven seconds, though. You know, I'll how cut I out feel the second that. seconds. For oh, you. good girl. I, mean, I didn't do it for my five minute one yesterday, <laughs> but sorry. Cut it down to two fifty three four. So I just need to say, fucking Ricky has gotten really ballsy in the past couple of months being uh, a favorite at Learn the Words, bitch, because she blatantly did a five-minute number last night in my face. Defiant, wearing some kind of drag bullshit with her ruby slippers, being like, I know it's a five-minute Judy Garland song. Listen, it was my birthday. I didn't have time to cut it down, okay? Did she hold everyone's attention? Oh, yes. For the entire song? Listen, the thing about Ricky, and this is what I'm saying, like, like, I... I think that you're going to become a drag queen. I think it's going to happen. I'm calling it right now. Thank you. I'm a star maker, so I know these things. Um, <laughs> your lip syncs, it seems like you rehearse them. In my head. While I'm high. That's what I do. That's, <laughs> that's I mean, isn't it. that what we all do? Wait, that's all internal? You don't look in a mirror when you're doing You're not at I, home? Like, I you try. Know? If there's anything that I feel like I'm like iffy about, like I'll do it. But then even when it comes down to it on stage, I forget about it. Like I'm in the moment and I just like don't do it to the point that i have it in my head what do you want to like, be when you it. grow up like what do you what is what what is like your what, what do you what do you like the thing is like like i said like i i've loved music forever and uh-huh. I've, and like so and i've always been very visual with it like uh-huh. even like my love for graphic design comes from music i i love album artwork so and, you're a graphic designer yeah well i mean like i i mean i didn't like finish school for it but like i'm, I'm dabbling into uh, it you know so what she I mean? freelance like, well, the, the, I, I just like to do it all the thing like photography like drawing like Self-taught. and and, and that's why i guess drag is like so intriguing because like it kind of brings all those worlds together into one uh-huh. you know um, are you self-taught lucy wants to know if you're self-taught. oh yes self-taught yeah so i just kind of like I don't so, so you think you're good I don't think I'm good. I think I can pass just, by. I'm just <laughs> Those self-taught people are so grand. Oh, you um, know. You got to make it work somehow, kids. So, know? what do you want to do? Like, what? Like, like that's what I mean. Like, what if if this was the perfect world and you didn't have to uh, have like a day job to pay your bills? What would you be doing? Um. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind doing like drag, and then I wouldn't mind like oh, going not for more... a living, girl. No, no, let's be realistic <laughs> here. Let's have a backup, girl. I know, right? Well, I <laughs> take mean, a like, management well, class, girl. Well, I, let me tell you, like, it's, it's just all a matter of like you got to figure it all out, and I feel like that's what it is for me, at least right now. Uh-huh. I'm turning twenty eight. It's my return of Saturn. It's a new life. Oh my you god! Know, I was like... telling everyone you were twenty six. I was being oh, way no. too kind. <laughs> so <laughs> you are older than Maxwell. Yeah. Oh. How old is he? Like twenty twenty. She's twenty. 27? Yeah. No, she's 27, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Maxwell's 27. <laughs> yeah, remember? It's the year she's going to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the club 27. <laughs> she's going to Amy Winehouse. See, that's what uh, I did, and I don't have a new at, life. At South by Southwest, she's going to take... <laughs> I've been I've been watching uh, Russian Dolls, which is on Netflix right now with Natasha Leone, and it's super good. I've been watching that too, but it's super good. But I've been uh, I've been putting Maxwell in the scenarios, like like every time she fell into that like thing, I was like, Maxwell would be funny if he fell in that thing. <laughs> like, you know, Maxwell would be funny if he fell down the stairs. Um, well, I don't know. I'd see Maxwell just doing the same thing over and over and over. Like. I- <laughs> Maxwell's the one that keeps giving her the joint with the cocaine, right? Like <laughs> Groundhog's Day. 
<laughs> I'm making a chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have a story real quick. Um, and then we're going to uh, meet our guest because we do have a guest today as yes. well. Who's going to come on and help us talk about Drag Race and then talk about themselves because L.A. Um, Hello. So, guys, I got a phone call from my landlord today. And she's like, she's like, Tony, uh, the apartment next to you is empty. And I'm like, yeah, I know, girl. I'm like, I'd love to get a friend in here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's like, and I've been showing it and about, it's about four or five times. And she's like, at least four of the times they've complained that it smells like marijuana by your apartment. Oh, fuck off. And I was it's like, legal. And I was like, Calf- yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. that's interesting. And she's like, she's like, um, and you know, I love you. And I was like, yeah, I know. She's like, and, and I don't care what you do in your life. And I was like, yeah, I understand. I've been here for five years, lady. It's smelled like weed at the end of this building for five fucking years mm-hmm. and uh she's like she's like but you know if you're gonna smoke weed uh can you just do it outside and i was like you oh, mean on the, the roof where we're not allowed to go are you kidding <laughs> um so <laughs> so long story short i went on amazon and i bought a couple of candles that are supposed to like get rid of weed smell so i'll tell you about <laughs> well honestly no i mean i think you should just smoke the way you smoke because whoever gets that apartment needs to understand yeah. that it's gonna smell like marijuana well and, and they need to be okay with that if they're gonna live next to you well and sh- and uh now i love my landlords so i would never talk any shit about her i love her very much but she was like uh She's like, and there's been another uh, uh, neighbor who's complained. And I was like, I know exactly who it was. Because, like, there's only three apartments. One was the dude who moved who was, like, super cool. The girl across the hall, which is fucking dope. And some (laughs) other girl who, when she saw me in drag, asked me if I did burlesque. I was like, like, you don't know her. God damn, you're a fucking snitch. Snitch. Snatch the pasties, you know. You're just like snatch. I'm like, I'm in full geese. I'm like, gagger. I'm gonna take my clothes off for you. Um, (laughs) anyway, I digress. So today we're going to vape. That's perfect. I just thought, oh, I love a pack. uh, Yeah, I think we'll just do packs. I mean, it is flour because that's how I want to smoke it, but Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. not gonna be a joint, which will get everyone riled up. Anyway, we have a guest today, guys. Um, they have been waiting so patiently here, listening to all of this nonsense for no good reason. Um, author, LGBT activist, doing so many things. We have Roger Mason on the show. Hello, Roger. Hey, how you doing, girl? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Now, I ran into Roger because I host a show called... Um, Oh shit! What's it called? It's Queer, called Slam. Queer Slam. Queer Slam. <laughs> I do so much. I do you so really much. Do. She's a busy working girl. Which is an open mic for storytellers, and you were one of the featured storytellers that came and did uh, did the show. Right. So um, Colby, who's the producer of that show, um, asked me to headline. I guess it was last month because a friend of his had um, seen me because I was in the uh, Lambda Literary Fellowship, and so. They had seen me do that and asked me to come back and give another story. And I was actually going to do a comedy routine, but I was told that this was a um, this was a very sophisticated affair. So they wanted some literary. Wait, they you, wanted some seriousness. So. You, you want to hit that? I, you, I had, had they had they met Tony Soto wait, before? Wait, I would like to know who told you that. <laughs> you know, I can't tell tales out of school, child. Uh, but the point is that I was told that I needed to present um, a short story. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh shit! I primarily write theater, and then I'm doing film and TV. 
TV writing now. Uh-huh. But I went for a summer to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and um, did a writer's retreat. And so I had all these stories, and I picked one. And I was actually trying to pick one. I was in the bathroom stall at um, Akbar. Uh, we've all been there. Girl, mm-hmm. but there was, mm, anyway, I was by myself <laughs> that time. So, <laughs> so I picked this story, and I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And that's the story that you heard. Well, girl, I loved it. I loved it. I think that you're super good. You, she's eloquent. She could talk good. Uh, I mean, I think I told a story about how my mom, my stepmom was a witch that night or something. I don't even think I was telling anything fucking of any substance. But uh. Then I'm going to New York from March to May, and I actually am writing a burlesque. Oh. Yes. So I have a burlesque that I'm writing with Hook and Eye Theater. It's going to be showcased in May at the Flea Theater in Tribeca. And then the summer will find me, fingers crossed, everything's going well with this. The White Dress, my genderqueer coming-of-age play, is going to be debuting in New York in the summer. And then uh, the fall, I have another trilogy of plays that's going to go up here in L.A. Keep writing, girl. She's bit, honey, she is booked through the end of November. Thank God. I'm so grateful. Do you do burlesque? Well, if one of your listeners has the right pocketbook, I can. <laughs> I, I did a what show. No one puts money into burlesque. <laughs> they, they burlesque will, performers. They will when I do it. No, yes. I had a show. Um, I, it, actually, I did age sex location. And the, the play sort of the larger thing of the play is that it's a phone sex. Uh, it's sort of a phone sex um, expose thing. I talk about my different phone sex lovers that I used to have. Yes, I do do that. <laughs> and um, so, t- what's this face, girl? Nothing, girl. Live your life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, a, I was a child once, and I needed to find some things. Yes. So I found them on the phone. And, um, and I used to do it in a negligee, and then I'd strip and take it off. So I guess that was sort of a burlesque type thing. But I don't personally do burlesque anymore. This play is about uh, Mae West's uh, piece, uh, The Pleasure Man. And okay. the drag queens that were incarcerated for indecency. And so I've taken five of them and they sort of, they're put in a jail cell and have to do these confessionals to decide which one of them is going to be put in the work camps to be killed or gay bashed severely and which one will be set free. So it's sort of this type of... Some light reading, everybody. No light reading. Light, light reading. Yeah, but it's, all, you know, it's, it's burlesque and it's, and it's, and it's 1920s tongue-in-cheek, so mm-hmm. there's a comedy to it and there's a sort of kitschiness to it. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually casting right now for this piece, so we're looking for some really talented and exciting folks in New York that are doing drag performance and LGBT sort of burlesque performance, so it's an exciting time because I'm learning a lot about that community right now as I'm auditioning uh, people for this piece. Switch and play the burla- the queer burlesque troupe in New York. I'm gonna have to go see them a couple of times. Um, my, the the sources I'm pulling a lot of my burlesque stuff are actually from venues that I would see in New York. I mean in Chicago a lot. I used to go to upstairs from Mary's, and then mm-hmm. I would also see uh, some of the work of Helena Handbag, which is not necessarily burlesque, but that kind of campy relationship to drama, uh, to performance. So that's sort of what I'm pulling from as well as. Um, some performers of the time, including Bruce Fletcher, who has this, um, this he sort of invented recorded tea because he has this song called My Most Intimate Friend in which he'd say, oh, this girl is my most intimate friend, although she did um, sleep with my brother's boyfriend. And so she, she, he would like spill all this tea about this friend. I was listening to this and it's from 1925. And I'm like, this is really amazing that this femme 
white gay guys. I guess he wasn't even cisgender at the time because he was very much glammed beat. out. Mm-hmm. Beat to the gods was doing basically the precursor to tea. The library was open and we were throwing shade. And Ooh. so I'm sort of pulling from the time period and seeing what can be learned from it. That's awesome. All right. Well, you girl, should look at the uh, Burlesque Hall of Fame. They have a lot of archives for actual burlesque and everything oh. in America. So definitely just like Google, you know, Behoff and check that out. <laughs> but anyway, then you and I was like, well, I want you to come on the show. And you listen to the show yes. and you're like, I want to come on the show. Yes, I loved it. And I thought because I'm trying to also sort of do other personality work in uh-huh. addition to writing and so I thought, well, let me see if I can make some opportunities for myself. And yeah. You were so gracious on uh, that evening. Listen to me. Gracious, listen, honey. Listen Hashtag to what? Gracious, Listen to Tell them. So, so you were Were so you gracious. in drag? I was not. Was I, was, I in Oh, no, drag. it was Tony oh, in was drag. T- no, I No, I wasn't. No. no, that's the gig that I don't really have to do drag. Yeah, he came as Tony, and he was hosting. Yeah. And he was so kind and so nice and very complimentary mm. of me and my work. And so I said, well, I, I would love to be a part of your show if you would have me. And here I am. Tell me more about my eyes. Oh, wow. I think they're gorgeous, uh, <laughs> gorgeous, darling. Well, they're you're brown. Gonna, well, we're going to talk about Drag Race, so we're going to take a quick break. Yes. When we come back, now you're into the Drag Race. I'm into the Drag All Race. All right, good. So uh, we're going to chat about some cross-dressers. When we're when we come female impersonate, we will be right back. Hi, everybody. Tony Soto here. Do you love the Tony Soto show? If you do, then prove it by going to the Tony Soto show iTunes page and rating it five stars and leaving us a comment. If you do, you get free shit. That's right. Free shit. Go to the iTunes page. Give us five stars. Leave a comment and then email me at the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com and I will send you a free Tony Soto Show sticker. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really do love you. All right, we are back with the show, and this is a special show because it's the eighth episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Season Four. Yes. But um, uh, they had a, a Dress Up Your Judy episode, and we actually snagged one of the Judys because I know her, Miss mm-hmm. Ricky, joins the show because now we're going to get some behind the stage tea <laughs> on what was really happening. Uh, my memory, if my memory serves me well. So it was a great episode, and let's just go ahead and start it out from the beginning, and we'll talk it out, all right? Okay. She's, <coughs> I would like okay. the listeners to know that I yet again took notes and created some sort of an outline so that yeah. way this will go smoothly. Yes. Fingers crossed. Uh, it's like fragments of thought by Tony in a line. <laughs> The skeleton was, we as needed. each thing happens, I actually thought <laughs> it was very well home. organized. Oh, thank you. See, yeah. see, yeah. I brought. See, I'm the hype bitch. <laughs> I'm just here to make you feel important and great, girl. <laughs> you know, I never get that. I never get it. Oh, it feels so good to be amongst you, friends. <laughs> um, the Judies. Uh, so Valentina was sent packing, and Trinity also voted for Valentina. Any thoughts on that? Do you think that she was just trying to be TV then when she was? Being all dramatic about it. Uh, to who? Trinity about, or, about, not vo- about voting off Valentina. Because she was like, she really wanted to say Valentina. Yeah. She did, but Valentina didn't earn it. Yeah. I think when it comes down to it, Trinity has been saying the whole time that she wants to be with the fierce competition. Yeah. And but here's the thing. I said last week, and I still stand by it, that she threw that lip sync with that costume. So the thing is, is she wasn't going to win it anyway. So why didn't she just fucking vote for... Uh, 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 Naomi. 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 Uh-huh. Naomi. Yeah. 
Like because ooh, right? Like yeah. Like she wasn't yeah. gonna she wasn't gonna win that lip sync in that saggy boob outfit. Wasn't oh, gonna happen. Maybe she really thought so. I don't know. She but. never. She did not. She did not. <laughs> she did not. She did not. She's not a dumb. She's not a dumb person. Yeah. Like that's a, that, that. I she 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 threw it, and she should have uh, stuck to her guns. I think as a as a as a Judy. Uh-huh. We'll keep the Judy going. Um, anyway, that's just my thought. And I, you know, I don't know. I'm just always looking for the drama. Uh, <laughs> they start discussing track records and report cards. So foreshadowing, yeah. Roger. Here's my thing. Yes. I noticed this episode. Manila is not short on self-confidence. <laughs> I really, no, I, I, mm-hmm. I had that feeling about her, but uh-huh. she started the episode saying, oh, I've never been on the bottom, this and that. And you know the editors were in there saying, well, we're going to prefigure this, but then we're going to not, we're going to, it's going to be the ultimate tragedy. Because here's this person who thinks they're, they, they're going to be absolutely invincible and we're going to fuck them. Well, I mean, the thing is, is, like, I feel like Trinity also has that air because they're doing well. Like, right. like. They're the top two. Manila, They're the ones who've been doing the best. Yeah, Manila was, she like literally said, I've never been in the bottom. That's impressive when they get rid of people, bring people back, get rid of more people. Like like the fact that she still has not been in the bottom is impressive. Manila is a good drag queen and she's a good competitor. At- she's okay. Ooh. <laughs> Look. I just don't like think she's that great. And I never have. I think she's, she's okay. <laughs> okay. I've so- always loved him. Like, Manila since season two. Like, There's like I have nothing special her. about her to me. Oh, I just don't. I don't think okay. that's. I, I mean, I, yeah, that's that's your opinion. I I don't think that it's necessarily. She's got like true. a nice like classic drag to her. I, I like, and I love say. her comedy. She can be goofy and she can be eleganza. Like that's the thing. She can go the whole gamut, and we've seen the whole gamut throughout her career. I, I mean, think. it's no it's no small coincidence that she and Trinity are are the top two because both of them sort of both of them are very comedic mm-hmm. and also very elegant. Yeah. And I think they sort of are epitomes of how to use those two things they, successfully. They've been the whole package. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Well, so so on this week's episode, we are celebrating Judy Garland by making over the drag queens Judy's. <laughs> uh, the gays got a history lesson about Stonewall. Look at it, that. Wasn't that cute? Much needed. I, like, did we think, I, I thought it was interesting that, that they weren't aware of that. I felt like that was just common gay knowledge. Right. You know, that was I didn't know that. I no. didn't know it was the night of Judy Garland's funeral. Well, it was like, no. Yeah. It, well, was it the funeral? Yeah, the it funeral. Was... Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I saw a play, and it was like t- totally mentioned in that. It, it was um, it um, was it a was, Chicago play. Yeah, it was hit the, uh, hit the wall, and it was it was produced by Adam Silver uh, here in Los Angeles, right. and yeah. uh, and they they mentioned it in that. It's I think it's an important part of yeah. History, I love so. the. I love the poetry of it all because, like, I, she did die, and like, she was like this huge queer icon already as it is, even in the time like when she was alive. Yeah, we aspired to take as many yeah. pills as she did, <laughs> girl, and still be able to do a tap, a tap, she, a tap, look, she, get out of here. Girl had the tenacity; she really did. Roger and, hit that weed once, and she's like, "I'm done." It's like, <laughs> listen, that was some strong motherfucker. Fucking right there. Judy's on lewds, being like, "Oh, <laughs> <No>. singing." <laughs> I just yeah. I, I, sorry, my phone is a mess. I, I just I love she's the dropping phones. I know. I Do you the, need it for something? Are you waiting for a call? No, I was just keeping up with your skeleton, girl. I was keeping up with your yeah. outline right here. Oh, good. No, yeah. you should do that. Okay, so uh, well, anyway, we bring we bring out our Judies, and that's 
The fir- they saved the first for or the best for first. Uh, right out the gate, we got to see Naomi's Judy, and it was you, Ricky. It was me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Ricky, you were in the workroom, Ricky. I know. <laughs> it, it, it was like like that is for for people who are non drag queens. That's, that doesn't happen. There's a very small amount of you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's how, remember that's how we got Nebraska Thunderbird. <laughs> I mean, like, the thing that's is, like... how we're getting extra smalls, probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a, yes, extra smalls and probably definitely Mendel's husband. Yeah, he was really <laughs> great. He, he was a lot of fun. Like, I'd, I'd never met him before, but, like, he was one of the first people that I ran into when we were on set. Yeah, dude, I mean, like, if, if you think about it, like, Latrice and Manila are good uh, friends, so, mm-hmm. of course, you'd think that their friends would know each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, were you, like, the odd girl out, like... Um, because like, and everyone knows Trinity's boyfriend because yeah, he's always he around. There. So like, you were you were like, like just well, a commoner feel, girl. Well, you both were... of them there because like uh, I don't think anybody else like really or, or uh, Tim who was Latrice's buddy um, and Danny or Patty. Or Monique, or pa- so yeah, we have Monique, too, no, Monique like, and Danny. He's at least in the limelight. Monique and Danny. Uh, yeah, Patty. I feel like she's a hot skip, skip yeah, a she's, job for being a drag queen with Monique too. And Once she like stops letting Monet do her makeup, she'll be like, oh, oh. I'll, I'll look pretty someday. No. I love that. Uh, and shady Latrice and Tim, Trinity and Leo, and Manila and Michael. Um, how do we feel that like they brought spouses and boyfriends? You know, I actually really loved that because it was good. What, one of the things I always liked about the show is how it we see the showbiz lives of these people and then we get the personal lives. Mm-hmm. So I actually thought it was good that we got a chance to see that at this point in the game with this, these six people, the pressure is on, but there's the home front is always rooting for you. And it was the right time for us to see those folks come back into their lives. By yeah. the end of that episode, Manila made me hate gay marriage. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I was like, we get it. Okay. Hug it out. Great. We love, you love each other. Cool. Like, calm down. No, it's the love needed. Like, so in the workroom, it did. It wasn't annoying. Well, the thing is, like, I you weren't like side eyeing them, girl. I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, like, my way of thinking of it because when I got the phone call that I was going to be a part of it, I was really excited and like, and the first thing I thought of immediately was how full circle moment this was for me and Davis because uh, we met at a club. Like, we were going to go to Tiger Heat together one night. Not Literally, Tiger, Tiger Heat. Heat. Tiger Heat. We That's were gonna, an underage uh, party where old men go try to fuck twice. No. <laughs> Or That's just dance to some well, Britney Spears, goddamn yeah, it. Yeah, or do like, that. I haven't heard Britney Tiger Spears. Heat since I was 18. <laughs> exactly. So you know about it too, girl. girl I, I know all Tiger about Heat. it. All yeah. right, all so, right. So we were out there, and then like, and then when I moved to Riverside for a hot second, like since it was so close to Redlands, he would come over to my place and we would watch season five of Drag Race. And it was then that he was just like, you know, like I really would love to get into it. And then... And then he started performing and doing all these, like, uh, the Pomona shows. And, like, I would be the one, like, doing his mixes for him. Um. And then, like, as he got so bigger, like, and on the show, like, I thought it was so cool that I was going to be able to be on the show with him. And it was just, like, the full circle moment. So already, like, my head was just, like, I'm in it to win it. I want to be focused. And I want to just <laughs> have fun. I, like, I had, like, a little, like, list. I was all, like... My experience, I want the full experience if I can. A, don't send my bitch home. B, make RuPaul laugh any moment I can. C, get a clock from a Shabasaj. D, like, make sure Carson has a funny pun for me if he's there or Ross. Like, I had, like, checklists that I wanted. And if I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm yeah. so in love with you. You yeah. are. Oh, you, I, I mean, I love you so hard I want to backhand you. Like, I want to love you wrong for some reason. You know? Just like, 
you pet you too hard. He's like, you so cute. Um, I love that. I, I mean, you, that's that's a well planned. You're a Boy Scout. Yeah, yeah. Were you a Boy Scout? No. You know, Mexicans don't go to Boy Scouts, girl. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we transform our drag sisters. There's got to be a family resemblance and then a musical tribute to Judy. Uh, Rachel. Do you yeah. love the, the do you love the musical tributes? Do you love the choreographed numbers? Uh, I feel I feel like it was like kind of pointless like this this episode at least. Like the whole episode? <laughs> no, the fucking dance routine that they had to do. Yeah, like, it seemed like a silly add-in. Did you care? Yeah, exactly. You no, know, I actually was confused because the way they edited the show, we were l- doing all the looks, mm-hmm. and then Rue went around like um, Tim Gunn and did uh-huh. his Tim Gunn thing. And then all of a sudden, we went to this segment that we never even saw reference to. Like, no yeah. Rehearsal. Mm-hmm. We completely forgot like, that no shit was happening. Like, no rehearsal or anything right. like that. Well, we yeah. saw one rehearsal. Oh, in the workroom, they the were work doing room. something. But, like, they, it's not like they went to the stage. You guys didn't, did you guys go to no, the we, stage? No, we did, and they were, they're filming that, too. But they didn't add it they at all. They didn't add it in any of that. Um, see, the thing is, like... Uh, my whole experience of it was just like one, like I said, one perspective of it, and I, I was trying to like be like the best that we can. The thing is, like we were in first in line for everything. I was the first one to come in. We were going to be the first ones to like do the whole uh, rehearsal of it. So by the time that Rue left and like told us like the the challenge, which I was giddy for because that was already on my checklist, like full experience. I was like, bitch, drag. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to lip sync on the runway in front of them. Perfect. <laughs> so the, like, this girl. <laughs> like, I was like, check. So like that's why you see me like all happy and clapping when he said it because I was like, I'm excited for this, and and I, I think it's like needed. Like Judy Garland really was like this big like queer icon and that's the way that i was seeing it yeah and i was all like i'm down for so it so you're gonna ready. do judy justice too huh girl? no 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 the thing is just like i was just ready for it yeah. and like um so we were gonna be the first ones up there and by the time that we were on there it was like maybe like 30 minutes of like trying to figure everything out so when we got on stage like there really wasn't much that so you only got a half hour rehearsal no like it was maybe like an hour but it felt like half an hour like we get in there and then uh, we basically almost had like nothing planned yet basically and I don't think any of the other ones did yeah but there might have been like and they had a bonus clip with Manila and they got their shit down already too like that was the scary part for me I was like oh we we, we have to actually do this like that was the clip I saw yeah the one where she was rehearsing. But I think, like, they try to keep the narrative of, like, the morning of Manila. Like, you, you knew it was happening. Like, so, well, I mean, well, yeah. they knew it was happening already, so, like... And so they definitely also pushed that this was uh, how Monet went home during her season. Uh, <laughs> let we forget. I, I still don't... They didn't, they didn't mention that the makeover challenge was the one that Naomi won, though. No, they didn't, Naomi, did they? Naomi, like, slayed the makeover challenge in her season too oh, another see. full circle moment Wizard of Oz reference into that oh, yeah that's right. oh that's mm-hmm. right that's right yeah. um, it was, was a scarecrow thing right yeah yes uh, alright so I just wrote Ricky and Heels eek <laughs> How embarrassing for you. Oh, you know. I, I'm embarrassed for I you. I like to put on a little show. Yeah, one of, one of awkwardness and... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> praying mantis, honey. Category is praying mantis. <laughs> that was a mess. <laughs> I love Monique. Did you get on with all the queens? Like, I did. Did, did you interact with each group and, like, Kiki and yeah, whatnot? There was, a, like, like I said, once RuPaul left, like, we all immediately went to the heels, and that's what happened. We all did our little runway. You know the makeover episodes? They usually always do that, where, like, you see all the guys, like... Oh yeah, and, and your talks and, and like and figuring out like yeah. guys figuring out their dicks for the first time. Amer- like, oh. America, America has to see that like yeah. you know all the work that goes into it is really not like that simple. But we had a little Kiki and um, 
I'm tired of fucking uh, acting like, okay, now tucking is uncomfortable and it's not always enjoyable, mm-hmm. but it is not fucking so detrimental. And you find like, all like, if it's a straight guy they're making over there, it's always like, the, the, oh, what about my dick? It's like, your dick's fine. Your dick's fine. Calm down <laughs> about Did your Did you shave? Calm, then you're fine. Calm, yeah, calm down about your dick. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, so where are we here? So, uh, Ru- oh, so speaking of Rue in the workroom, yes, let's uh, go where she calls out Monique's bad attitude. Rue called out a lot of people. I was actually living for Rue's commentary this week because mm-hmm. it was extra personal and specific for uh-huh. everyone. So, yeah. <laughs> the way she called out Monique though was like, "Oh, girl." Well, I'm over Monique. Lucy, are we over Monique? Can we be? Over- yeah. Can we? And like, no. so, like, I. <laughs> It's like when it. it's like when your most interesting storyline that Rue wants to talk about is the fact that you have a bitch face on every time someone tells you you're bad. Like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love money. But you have a right her. to be pissed. <laughs> I know you. You have to love everybody. They're, but I really do. They're yeah. listening. No, not even that. I, I, I was. For me, like I said, this whole thing was all full circles because even with her, like I was like, you know, I, I I got to talk to Monique and Monet, and I was like, I saw you when I was in Chicago to Monet, and then Monique was like, it was actually like last or two months ago during Pride, she I saw her perform and she threw her wig out and Gilbert caught it, so now we have like a uh, a wig of hers, and I was like, and here I am again on the workroom. If like, you all don't like, know already, Ricky is a total drag hag. Uh, <laughs> he it, find the poetry in life, you know. Them. She is in the meet and greet line. Not even. Just find the poetry in life, and then you can have fun with it. And then good things come your way. You know, oh hang in there, kids. Oh this administration God. is shit. Find <laughs> what sparks joy and do it. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So speaking of that, Trinity's man has a big dick. We okay, out, I so. want to know. Yeah. What do you want to know? How big? I don't know. I didn't see it. Oh, <laughs> girl, they played that dick up so many times because it was in really? the... Pre- oh, yeah. Is he a I short think, little... Really what does he look like? He's a small little guy, He's very though. sweet. And he's probably taller than me, a little bit. Maybe like an inch or two taller than me. Huh. Yeah, I, I've always liked him. I, I met him uh, at every drag con since they had their season. You know who was cute, though? That Danny. Danny, what? Yeah. Except for that fucking blonde, love, poofy top. You know, I, I, didn't, top. I, I didn't mind it. Yeah, no, when I walked in, I was like, ooh, she's going to be my competition. I was like, I see her. I was like, ooh, she lives in Brooklyn. <laughs> look at, look at her. I bet she lives in Brooklyn. Uh, Monet, uh, oh, Monet taking off that poor ginger fucking eyebrows and mustache. Like, what? what? Okay. That, that was his decision. Was that, uh, first of all. <laughs> He did not need to. He's a ginger. You could have covered those up with yeah. fucking uh, heavy True. spit. Easily. You know what I mean? True. Like you, you she wanted the full experience. You know that is not the full. <laughs> I'm not an eyebrow shaver, so the idea of that is, I've done it once and I regretted it, and they grow back slowly. So you know what they I mean? They really do grow. They back grow back really slow. slow. Girl, I was I was drawing them in, and I was in like, <laughs> I was in like junior high, so it was super traumatic for me. But <laughs> but like. Did you even contemplate? Was that would you have? Hey, Mister Mister well, Full Circle. Yeah. What the, if what if well, the, the, what if Naomi was like in order to finish this full circle spirit spirit bullshit? Uh-huh. Uh, you got to shave your fucking eyebrows off. Would well, you she's never shaved them. She's only bleached them. So that would have been yes. full circle. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> let it be known. Um, no, but I, I did say the only thing that I wouldn't do is shave off my eyebrows. But I would have like compromised one way because I know he doesn't block out his. 
You know, like I know he uses his for it. So like I had a feeling like I know she might ask me to do that. And funny enough, she did. Like she was all like, I know you probably don't want to, but like, would you be down to shave your eyebrows? And I immediately started laughing. I was like, that is like the one thing that I thought I wouldn't do. But if we, if we really need to, I will do it. For oh you. my god! Seriously, like Never. such a good trooper. Yeah, Never. but like we, we just compromised to like you know Never. trimming them down here a little bit, and like it worked. I was like, I have no doubt that you can paint the same face on me. So I'm not no, even worried about that. No, your eyebrows were looking that. real cute. Lucy, that was yeah, the first she thing did I that. Noticed. I don't care how important your gig is girl <laughs> never i will never shave my eyebrows off for you girl if it was my gig we would be drawing more on you oh thank god let's get a gig girl um <laughs> all right so uh manila's married who cares is what i wrote uh, literally i'm just who cares? like i care I, okay great here's great. what i do care about what? the love. husband went from we saw so many colors of that husband from like really nice kind cute to femme realness to fucking He's angry amazing. ass manager when she lost <laughs> no <laughs> i mean he went i was like you came full circle and back girl oh my goodness. there's just so many circles around here um, <laughs> that's life circle of life <laughs> <laughs> um, and it moves us all. It mm-hmm. sure does. Uh, Naomi is scared to look like a clown. I didn't care about this story. First of all, who cares? Why are your hands shaking? It's cold near. I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, no. I'm always shaky because I I smoke. I mean, like, <laughs> oh my god. What the hell kind of question is that? It's the withdrawals. RuPaul's no. just very observant. Um, and that's. And the, do you think that do you think that Naomi was, was legitly shaking as a result of the, the yeah, challenge? Yeah, I mean, like I I saw it right there, like right next to me, and like and but 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 that is like something like he is so like his drag is like to be like very polished and like a look and like perfect. But I think yeah. he's I think he's super funny and dorky and like and. Sometimes it doesn't show, like, um, so, like, I thought it was, like, that's my job, you know? I was, like, let me be the yin to your yang. I was, like, I know I'm a fucking fool. Like, (laughs) you know, like, I think it'd be perfect to, like, kind of bring it out. And I think that's why we had a lot of fun on the runway. Naomi has found a bit of a personality this season, so I'm not mad. Naomi's always had a personality. They just didn't fucking showcase it on the show. Not well. I mean, well, so that, so who cares? So how am I wrong about that? Like. I think it made for a really good story arc. Mm-hmm. Here's someone yeah. who's very polished. Rue clocks that, says you need to do something crazy and risky. Mm-hmm. She has this wonderful concept that she comes up with, mm-hmm. and then she executes it beautifully, and she stays, and she finally gets her top moment. Yeah. I thought it was great. you got to listen to what Rue says. You, no, you got to listen like, to these like, editors, yeah. honey. This is good writing. Uh, no, no, no. Actually, I have to say, <laughs> it, is, it is very good writing yeah. this season. There is like, no writing. That's we not true. But they don't say, like, like this is going to be happening. No, but they're structuring the event. They have producers who are definitely shaping it, 100%. Right. 100%. Wow. Uh, what <laughs> the game? You just don't notice it. That's the beauty of the writing. Um, uh, so Latrice has the best story. I mean, I love it. Totally. Sewing six dresses for when she was in prison. So when she came out, she had new dresses. I was living. I for love that. that. It made like they are the type of best friends that you're like. You're like, oh no, these are some old middle of the country gay men who are friends. Like, yeah. like Alexis Knight. Good night, Alexis. Good night. Like that is that is a, that is right. a, like how are you gonna make your best Judy Alexis pretty? Like that was that I, <laughs> the story was beautiful, but I was like, oh, if this was like a like a this was not a best friend challenge. Like let's say this was a challenge where where Tim was his name Tim mm-hmm. was just a rando on the street and it was brought into us into for a cha- a makeover challenge. That would be Tim would be the one that would be given whoever could pick first would give it to the person they like the least. 
And that's no shade. That's just true. Like, he went in there looking like a man. Like a man. Yeah. Like a big man. So it yeah. was like, you know what I mean? Right. So he I'm just saying. Like a real butch. And I was actually surprised. And I, did you see those tick old bitties? And they were high, too. They, it was cute. The contour, the shape of that, the illusion was gorgeous. Uh, it also gave RuPaul the uh, Oh, my God. She wants those, that. Those fake tears. She wants that Emmy, girl. That's good. She shit. wants that Emmy. She's like, you know that what? That was hard to watch. She's, the producers, the story <laughs> writers are in her ear going, all right, RuPaul. RuPaul's always done RuPaul, that. RuPaul, pinch your inner fucking something so you cry a little bit. Tweeze uh, some leg hairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of a sudden, you puff some air in her eyes and be like, get there, girl. Friends are friends forever. Oh, my God. It's the truth, I though, it is it not? Cute. I mean, like, the thing is, like, to me, like, I was really loving it. And, like, and I don't think I'm being, like, naive to, to it all. Um but like this whole last year too, like I got a really good close of friends and like and together like we can like rule the world and like and we have a lot of fun together. And I felt like that's what this situation is here in the workroom and that was the vibe How in the workroom. How are you twenty eight and the world hasn't beaten you down just a little bit more it than did. it is? Seriously. <laughs> no, I mean like it really did, or at least the demons inside my head do a oh, very bro. good job, you know? But the thing is like Trinity and Manila are front runners in this competition according to everybody, right? But they're the only two that had a loved one there and maybe they got a little bit too comfortable and like and did didn't like I don't know like you know like because they didn't get into the top in this one I thought we were just having a lot of fun and everything and then like that's what the things worked out that they, that they did Look, yeah I mean, yeah that doesn't mean that I believe that RuPaul really cried <laughs> um, well, let's move on to that Judy number that really didn't need to happen do we need to talk about it? how was it did you have fun doing it was, it? yeah it was a lot of fun I'm glad we got two chances to do it because I felt like I did a you had you got you got two takes yeah you and got, how long was the song uh, only a minute and a half a minute and a half yeah and and uh, you so were you did it for them or it was pre-recorded? Then they had they got to watch it. Uh, what do you mean? Were they there watching you do the yeah, numbers? Yeah, so like we all we were already ready and we're all on the side of the stage and then they somebody goes up does it twice and then the next group does it and then the next group does it. So we were uh, we're even able to see it. Those we, poor but judges. That, but they have a long fucking day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, they're, so they're looking at. So they're they're actually what we see when they cut back to them. They're actually sitting there watching. It oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Ooh, yeah, girl, yeah. That's, a, there. that's a ten hour. They were day. there the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. And was then, it? Was it all on the same day? Like, did you do the Judy number and then do the runway as well, all in the same day? Yeah. Yeah, they talked about that. Mm -hmm. Like, Tim and Latrice were having that conversation, being like, so we do it all today? Everything is today? Yeah. Okay. A lot of pressure. It was two two days. How long was the day? Um, That day? I don't know. Like, I think, like, the day starts, like, at 6, and then we ended in, like, 10 p.m. It's a long day. Damn, Damn, girl. Do they pay you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> she knows how to not answer stuff. Uh, I love I it. I know. I love a huh. That that means <laughs> I yes. love her not answer. Oh, the but she got a suit. A she got a suit out of it at least. <laughs> she did. All right, I did well, win, and well, that's what I went there for. Let's talk about our runways because we have Latrice and Alexis Knight. I got the family resemblance. I don't know why Michelle was all up in her head about it. I got it. They were not two different outfits. She needed to. Stop. I mean, look, they were heavy sequin dresses with heavy fucking jewelry and big fucking pants here like yeah like and one is black and one is white so the thing is is like you can't like stop stop michelle (laughs) like stop sometimes i feel like you need to find like the little loopholes that you think that might get you 
Like even if it's like if you're wearing two different color wigs, sometimes that might clock you. Because even like Cameron Michaels mm -hmm. in her season, they're like, we see you as like sisters, but not like twins. And then you guys have different hairdo. Like little things like that. I feel like if you were to just like okay, change. Okay, so up, what maybe, was the little thing it's just here? The illusion. Yeah, what was the little thing what, here? Well, that's that was Michelle's complaint. Is what I'm getting at because she was like, I, mean, I see I, red and blue, like different hair, like little things like that. She's clocking. This but is I like, don't think that they were different wigs either. Like no, they were no. both heavily rooted blonde wigs. I think, I think that they were more different than any than everyone else's. Sure. No, no. I mean, granite. But I mean, like, I think that the concept with heavy sequin and costumes and pageant yeah. gowns yeah, and pageant hair yeah, right. is a sisterly thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Monique and Shanita Hart. They were eyes. I'm, I'm over people saying Shanita for a name. I know I know a Shanita and you're wonderful, but um, uh, <laughs> other Shanitas. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, no more. No more Shanitas. We don't need any more Shanitas. We know what Shanitas. Um <laughs> I uh, did not care. I mean, yeah. they, they made it pretty Art obvious. You're artistic, Roger. Did you love it? No, I the thought blinking. it was. I thought it was a very forced connection. It was, you know, the the subtlety of Trinity's outfit was much better because we were sort of bound by fabric and 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 by silhouette. But that one was a little bit too obvious. Okay, we're two eyeballs on the same face. Okay, thanks. Bye. Next. I think it's fine. I mean, well, that's like Monique's dragon. That's what I like about it. Like I like it where is, she can get. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I thought it was very fitting to her. You so, so like, positive, girl. You it's are. Well, I mean, if you drag hag, I told you. Look for the positive. It worked though. Well, like like that's just it. She collects. She collects collects trading cards like she has them <laughs> like, all. she wasn't on the bottom with that though like no, it she clearly wasn't. got the it idea worked. across you no, know she was yeah she wasn't on the bottom but i mean i'm just at this point so fed up with her that i i can't even see um mm. let's see we have okay first of all uh iu wife is the stupidest name <laughs> like like girl just put the 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 Ball and chain on him, like literally, just chain yourself to his leg and have him drag you around. <laughs> oh, no, like give him a fucking name. Like, are you wife? What kind of name is that? And anyway, it wasn't it's a, a strong play on words. It's a cute play. It on was words. not a it. cute not a play on words. Look. It's not even a play on words. It's literally are you wife? Like yo. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It, it got mispronounced so many. I was like, "What is the name?" Actually, if you listen to it, I think they pronounced it a couple of different ways. I can't. After we watch it, like I said. I mean, oh, it was girl. a. It was a. Go ahead, Lucy. Isn't. Isn't it a nod to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? Like, wasn't that the flashback scene um, oh. when Bob met his Asian wife? Oh, yeah. Okay. I your wife. Mm -hmm. Come That's on, right. references. Oh. Okay, now it became a little bit more interesting. See, sometimes you just got to find it. Her we got to give her, her credit. We know she's mediocre, she knows. but she is like intelligent and clever, I think. Listen, yeah. I have to rep it because I'm Filipino too, so I'm happy that she's out here. Yes. All right, <laughs> there we go for the Filipinos. Yeah. Wait, is we she, are I, a very she's diverse not Filipino, show. Is she? Oh, girl, yes, she is Filipino as hell. Manila, Luzon. Mm -hmm. Luzon is the province, and Manila is a city. She's I know now. that, but, but she's I remember in her season her talking about. Well, if she isn't, that would that mean that, that she's she all really problematic? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm pretty sure she is because, like, uh, her snatch game in her season, she was um, she was someone with the shoes. Imelda Marcos. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, <laughs> Naomi. Oh, here we are. Naomi and Extra Smalls. Yes, the share Sunny Bono. You got a line, girl. They gave you a line. Look at I'm that. the one that's. Uh, the writers wrote it for me, apparently. <laughs> uh, they told me to be like, just say something, share. They don't talk to the help, girl. <laughs> you're 
Oh. You are not their priority. <laughs> you are brought in as a prop. Like, you don't talk this, to the cop. And this prop comes included with batteries, and if you press her hand, she talks. Oh. So, so, yeah, that was a fun little uh, moment. Did yeah. you like, like, th- tell us about the runway. Was it was it everything you ever dreamed it would be? Yeah, I loved it a lot. Like, it was fun because as we were getting ready, so after the Judy number, we had, like, maybe, like, an hour and a half to do lunch, touch up, and get into the next gig before we go back on the runway. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, I'm uh, like, well, we did all that, and then um, we were like the last ones to like get ready. And then like I was like, I didn't even get a chance to see myself in the mirror properly. And I'm that girl. I'm like, I need to see the fantasy if I gotta like live out the <laughs> fantasy. Right? And then like luckily, I was like, you know what? Luckily, like there's like a mirror in the backstage, and I can probably see it then. And then also like I had made new holes into the shoes because. My legs are so skinny, so like, and I couldn't, <laughs> and I couldn't put myself into the shoes because the corset was so tight. So I told somebody, I was like, "Can you please just put it in the last hole?" And as I'm going from one set to the other, I can feel my shoes like slipping no. out of my feet. Yeah, and She's then dying inside. Seriously, and then I get to the back of the runway, and I'm on the side without the mirror, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair was to die. So for you him. went out blind. That you didn't ass, even yeah. know what you look like. Girl. I, well, I mean, like I just you didn't even know how to move your uh, face. Like, cause that's the thing. You want that peak so you can go exactly. I, I wanted like, to do that. See yeah. what face looks Feel prettier. The fantasy, yeah. very Alyssa Edwards. It, you yeah. know, like and like and I didn't get that chance. And I was just like, okay, that's fine. Well, you can't like, have the full full circle. All right, not but, everything's but perfect. But the thing is, the thing is, I was like, I know share, and I know how to do share. <laughs> I'm like, I can give them share. Like so, like I did my whole little thing and I was like I seen Sunny and Share Comedy Hour and like she just give her a little <laughs> finger wave and then I did have a moment where I slipped out of my shoe though like in one of the takes and like and um I so want that lost footage right? like I wanted to I was like put it in there please like I literally slipped out of my shoe and then I went back in and I flipped my hair and then we walked all the way down and then that's when I turned around and I was like stupid was that when <laughs> they were was that when they were making the jokes or when you were doing it to the music uh, the, the jokes the second yeah, part that, yeah. that's the hardest to probably concentrate on is like there's no music and you have to still be yeah so I literally slipped out of my shoe like in silence and I'm like while their writers are feeding them lines to say you know (laughs) see that's the one that's where it's appropriate and we think that's where that's where Um, uh, Trinity and Indigo I mean I it was a beautiful concept the the outfits were great um, their uh, execution was beautiful beautiful I would wear it yeah I, I think that I think that I think that Leo is our Indigo is an, a beautiful drag queen, but I feel like she's got it, an interesting body that looks even more interesting. Like her posture is odd, so it made her drag look kind of odd. I think it was his first time in drag. I, I think. I mean, I she had a she has a great person beating her face because I thought she looked beautiful. Like she for, looked stunning. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. and like she was rocking the shoes and. Looking super cute. So I'm, I'm like, yeah. The thing is, is like, if you, Trinity's gonna be a stage on at some point. Like, and there's no way that she's gonna have the man that she is having sex with look a fool on stage. She's like, get it together. Oh yeah, they did she, that. She probably I was like, scared. Like, I was I, like, oh, I'd bitch. Be like, she seems like the one who would, like pull your small hairs in the back of your neck. Oh you my know? god, do better. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Monet and Patty Cash. Um, I loved what Monet was wearing. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I love the whole fucking Monet outfit, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> you know, they were, Monet was looking they were fine. They were fine. They were fine. Yeah, no, no. I, I don't think that there was a family resemblance still, though. Still, I don't think that there was. 
See, they, but I think they took memo of that. Like, it was like the same outfit. Like, they had the same right. hair color, didn't but, they? But, but weren't they like, right about the? Wasn't she right about the makeup her season two and the makeup? I mean, I get it. It's a white. It's a little white ginger girl, so you like can't you can't do much. Like, I don't I don't think that she's very used to painting white yeah. ladies. She said that she wasn't a makeup artist, so that means that she knows how to paint her face. Right. But like maybe doing uh you know other I think races is difficult. I know that it, it was for me when I was in makeup school. Like, yeah. it I makes mean, you really nervous. I mean, my opinion on it was, like, if the makeover challenges are always, like, down towards the end of the season, and, like, so it gets down to the nitty-gritty, and, like, you can't really find uh, moments that they'll clock you for, you know what I mean? Like like I said, even things like different hair color, you know they say that every season, like, you know that they pin it against you, so maybe try to avoid that or something like that. That was my mentality. I don't think people take as much thorough notes as you do, girl. Well, they should. <laughs> I mean, they no, but it's true, though. Like, like, every time they do the, like, make a twin challenge and someone uses two wigs that aren't the same, they but always we, get clocked But we learn like, that every season when see, someone doesn't know how to sew. I mean, so the, the idea that people don't think about other fucking things is not ridiculous. Like, yeah. It's like, if people still don't come on the show or come on the show and they still don't know how to sew... What makes you think they're going to be like, oh, that one specific challenge on that one season, season six, when it was like, no, I, I you just, just hot glue it like Ben de la Creme and then you win it. That's an, and then you See, leave. No. And like, then you leave. You still make a, you still make an outfit, but you made it work for that moment. So and that's the whole point. we had Monet and Naomi on top. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. That was, yes. Well, I mean, listen, <laughs> she needed her prop. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was like, this is the makeover challenge. I have no doubt in my mind that you can paint the same face. And I know you have a signature face. Right. So, like, it'll yeah. translate. Yeah. It and did, it, too. I yeah. thought you looked beautiful. Your hair was yeah. gorgeous, girl. Yeah. It, it was cute. It was cute. I was like the little Roxy Andrew moment. Like, just a little I hair. <laughs> I, I really hurt when Naomi took her wig off and threw it on the ground. I was like, that's a 60-inch wig. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, got money. How long did did she have to paint you and herself? Uh, we only had three hours to do both faces, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And she took maybe like two hours and 15 minutes on mine. No. So oh. she literally beat her own face in like 45 minutes. She's, She's she an expert. That. Yeah. I, that's, then, the like, thing, that's the thing that's separating me from getting any further in the business is I just don't think I could ever do a 45-minute face. I don't know what that would look like. I should try that and just see what it would look she like. She's professional. I, uh, <laughs> I had to do a 25-minute face when I was caught in a blizzard driving to Detroit. Uh, and like while you were driving, is that what you're saying? No, girl. Like I show was supposed to be at eight because of the blizzard. Oh, all the I entire see. cast was running late, and they moved it to eight thirty. We walked in at eight oh five, and I was second. Oh damn, girl! Uh, Latrice and Manila in the bottom. Uh, oh, that's a storyline. Let's get to the deliberation. So Monet got her redemption. Uh, from uh, she won. Like she got. She also got. You know, they were. The, she was a top. Um. And I guess she was, right? I mean, like, I, guess she, I, I guess was going to say, do you agree with that? I think I probably would have chose Naomi and Trinity. I was, yeah, actually, yeah, I'm with because, that. yeah, I'm with, I'm with Trinity being on the top. I don't know. Actually, that makes, yeah. More sense. Uh, after seeing, like, the, the Judy numbers all in full effect, like, Monet and Trinity's were the one where I was like, oh, like, they probably got this for sure. Like, but, too, like, but Michelle alluded to the fact that Monet's gave her chills. So, I mean, like, granted, we only got to see, like, cuts, short cuts of each. Right. So, it didn't change my life. But, um, <laughs> anyway. They, they, they got the lip sync down for sure. Like, when they did the close-ups of them, I was like, oh, yeah. Even seeing it there, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, so we have too nervous. We have the meta of it all. Right. Oh, Naomi. She's so cute this season. I have to say. <laughs> she. I mean, listen, if she... 
if she got herself in a top three situation this time, she would deserve it, and it would be good. Te- it would be good. I, I would like her if if if, if All Stars is truly so white. I would be okay with uh, Naomi being the first touch of color in that uh, lineup she, at I this point. For her, at she's this so, point, she's so bright and so interesting to watch, and her confessionals are great. I mean, I'm still standing Trinity, but I mean, <laughs> if it has to be anyone else besides Trinity, I think I would want it to be Naomi at this point. She's bringing it. Love that. She's I know, girl. See, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm open for changing my mind. Uh, Monet <laughs> said Latrice isn't pulling her weight. That's true. Like, yeah. I mean, sh- I she got really lucky uh, this uh, this week because Naomi because she saved Naomi, and so yeah, Na- totally. And so Naomi was like. All right, a, a tit for tat. Like this was this week was about allegiances and loyalties. I love that. Yeah. But what was yep. so interesting was it was Naomi that's been saying if this is about friends and this is weird, you know, but the thing is right. it's like but that did go to show that she was loyal to the fact that Latrice did save her uh, because she was close with uh Valentina, so mm-hmm. it could have gone the other way. Uh, Manila lent Naomi the mustache shade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one is fierce competition, and the other one, I'm wearing her mustache. Yeah, I was like, that That would be like if fucking Alaska did send Roxy <laughs> home. You yeah. know? That like, was the ultimate, um, like, Julius Caesar moment. I yeah. loved it, and it was crazy. So to go back to Don't your point about uh, Manila's overconfidence, she was definitely, when they were talking, being like, I get it. I'm so good, and... Oh. It, no, I would not be upset if you did the smart thing and got rid of me because I'm such competition. Did you know I'm also married? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, mm-hmm. can you tell us why Naomi chose Manila? I don't know the reason, like, in her head. Like, when, the, when we did get back in, like, they were like, oh, whether your girl's on the top or the bottom, like, tr- tr- try to have that conversation. So, like, I asked and, like, and, I mean... She was like, this is, like, easy. Like, Latrice did, like, save me, and, like, and I think that would be yeah. a fair right. thing. And I, I thought so, too. And then being to cut, like, Manila, like, this is my, like, own, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Full circle. Theory? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. This is just my perspective. There you go. My perspective on it. Like, uh, I think it is a bold move to kind of get rid of it. Like, I'm like, you know what? Four seasons of All-Stars, like, this format was meant for this type of situation to happen, if anything. Yeah. This is the pageant world, like, like it right. used to be, right? Like it's cutthroat or something like that. And sometimes you have to make it. And I'm somebody who like grew up watching Survivor and I loved moments like that. And it's like, this is episode eight of 10 or whatever we're at. Like, let's do it. Let's well, make a also, move. Also, let's why not sure. But then I don't think you should call it all stars. Well, the thing, well, why not? Like you, why you not? were here like, Because you're voting off the better talent. No, that's, listen, but, but that's the, not necessarily Well, if true. she was, if she was, okay, Naomi's not the one who put her in the bottom. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. If, like, she was in the bottom for a reason. And it's because she fucking sucked this episode. And the thing True, is... True, she and, was in the bottom for a reason, but if it wasn't for the alliance between... Like, because Naomi felt like she owed Latrice, would it have been right sending Manila home, who, if they were going by report card, then Manila see, deserved that's, to that's be there and not Latrice. Natural. Well, no, the, I mean, the, the, the thing to me, though, is that uh, regardless of if you send a stronger person home, 
Like you won that challenge so that yeah. you could make that choice. So obviously yeah. you're doing something that is making you stand out. So if you take someone else that's stronger off, that just gives you a better platform to still be the best. And maybe you'll even get better. So, I mean, I think that like, if you look at it either way, it's better TV. If you get rid of the better ones, because she's not that fucking great. Like she is not okay, winner Rachel. material. Okay, Rachel. Okay, Rachel. <laughs> Okay, Rachel. I mean, the poetry like, of it is she, we get it. She like, gets on and we she get says, it. "I, you know, you're someone who I've looked up to. I've been watching you on this show, and you're the reason I mean, I'm on here. You're my lady bunny. You're my lady bunny." And I then mean, all of a sudden, she gets rid of her. Naomi was handed the chance to to stand out, and she chose it, and she did it, and she did it right. But here's what I do have to say: like Latrice can't be looking at this really like. Oh, she saved me because I owed her. Like, also, she saved you because you're not as good as Manila, and you're easier to beat. I don't care yep. how anyone I mean, puts the thing it. Is, like, like if, that's that's. Th there's no way that did not cross her if mind. It, if it was me, and if the girls were underestimating me, and then if you don't even know where I'm gonna go, like, best believe I'm gonna be making a move and letting y'all bitches know. Like, if y'all wanna <laughs> talk, I'm gonna let y'all talk. We'll see I love. Then. We need you to know? see what Latrice is gonna do next week. I love that. Uh, go home. I love that Monet oh. was. <laughs> I love that Monet was hoping for, or was hoping for an apology from Manila. <laughs> oh, I was living for that little segment. <laughs> and I'm excited to see if she, uh, I mean, she. Pull the lipstick. I, I mean, I want to see who she chose on her lipstick. You know what I mean? Because she was going by report cards, you know? So she would have sent Latrice home. She was the one who was saying that Latrice wasn't pulling her weight. So if it was a Latrice, we're going to get a little bit of, you know, it never is. It's never fun. Like, these drag queens never like that's why we're so gagged by what Naomi did. She's finally done something that was interesting. You know what I mean? Like she, this was her this was her stand like, report cards can suck my dick. Um, <laughs> Write but, your own story. Hey. So she acted foolish. She she did everything that Rue told her to do that week. She was bold. She acted crazy. She did something that was not planned, and she did a wild Boom. card move. The Boom. lip sync. Are we gonna are we gonna talk about how much backlash there's been about it? Or do you oh, are you like uh, Do you not know? I mean, no, I I know absolutely that people are fucking like the, the 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 thing about it is like if 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 we approached every time the fandom was racist or awful towards drag queens, that's all we would talk about every after every episode. Because the thing is, is someone, and especially if a POC does well. Like, the little KKK kids that fucking love cross-dressers are on there trying to be super bad dicks. So it's like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I feel bad. For uh, for Naomi, but here's what I have to say, and I said this because I was just on Yasa podcast uh, with uh, my friend Marty and Michael, and um, it's going to actually come out today as well. <clears throat> and I was like, these drag queens need to turn off their fucking comments. You have to. You, it is an option that you have. Mm -hmm. Stop. Get over your fucking ego. And your well, there's Twitter still though. Yeah. You can, but you can cut out those comments too. You don't have to. You don't have to have those on. You you can you can I shut mean, them off completely. I mean, yeah, even so, but so the th no, no, no. Here's the thing. If if you know that you're gonna get in your feelings about what a stranger says about you, don't go to where the source is. Right. Like, yeah. don't give them the power. Anyway, let's let's wrap this up real quick and take a quick break because we had a nice long uh, segment for this one today. Uh, the lip sync was "Come Rain or Shine." Tough song. I love. It was the live so cut. Wait, do you think do you think Monet 
through it for sure, right? Like she didn't do shit. I mean, look, this is what I this is what I think that Monet Monet I think is a theater queen from New York. I think that she looked at that like it is going to matter about the lip sync because the bitch had the words, she had the face, she oh, yeah. did, she had the vibrato, she but she emoted. She was like em- her her emoting matched the feel of the song yeah. I mean, much better than Naomi's performance. I felt close-up. what threw it for me. What threw like Monet's performance was when she did that fucking umbrella with a confetti. It was so unnecessary. That was the thing. So, yeah. like, first of all, you come out with a black uh, uh, umbrella at the beginning that doesn't like why and then you set it down and then you do this uh, powerful number powerful lip sync and then seeing that this girl is showing out like fucking stealing all kinds of attention you think your uh, (laughs) umbrella your fatality is gonna be a (laughs) 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 it didn't even go over your head girl it went out to the side like once 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 fucking uh, once Naomi like just dropped to the fucking ground like an underfed multiple like, housewife, times and then crawled forward and then did yeah. that, backwards. Did that signature leg thing. I was like, I was Done. like, oh no, you First can just of all, sit down. She, she had just... a new outfit. She did it right. That was I mean, literally when I when yeah. I saw it on the monitor come out, I gay gasped like, and I was already hard <laughs> to breathe. It was my, my fifth hour in the corset. They made me sit to it. I was like, oh, I girl. cannot breathe. She was having Victorian oh, woman problems. I, but See? I was just like, I you're live. Sin- you're I live such for a it. queen. Well, <laughs> no, I did love Naomi's outfit. It was, that was beautiful. Gorgeous. That green number sixty. She got everything. All the references. I got teary eyed. I was like, oh. all right, we're done talking about drag. We're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. We do these listener questions every week, ladies and gentlemen. So if you would like to have your questions, concerns, comments read on this wonderful podcast, educational even podcast, then please send them to the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line, listener questions, and you could hear them on the show. So who's going to start with the questions? I am going to start with a question from Jody. I don't really care about the Queens for season 11, and after a really good All-Stars, they better be ready to deliver. I am curious what Queens you'd like to see on the show in the coming season. Uh, I, don't, I don't really pay attention to drag. Ricky? Valentine? Uh, oh, I would love to see Valentine on fucking Drag Race. She would be yeah. cute. Yeah. Wait, wait, what do we, we want to know what all-stars we want to see on season 11 or? No, we're talking about what drag queens in the world we would want to see on like a future season of drag. Yeah, that was the question. Oh, I can Uh, tell you Lucky Stiff from Chicago. Do y'all know her? Uh, Yeah, but they wouldn't let her on because she is a hyper queen. Hyper queen. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, what's a hyper queen? Uh, uh, female identified. She's uh, AFAB. Uh, got it, got it. Uh, uh, so bio, bio queen, kind of the same thing. I don't right? think you can no, say that. Oh, we don't, we don't say bio queen. Oh, no, Chicago offensive. is so progressive. Oh, Honey, I learned yeah, about yeah, so many gender rules things. when I went to Northwestern in Chicago. I, I got real woke. Y'all are on the progressive cutting edge with the gender and um, identity. I would really like to see we Sasha Love. I think she's amazing. She is amazing. Sasha Love's in Chicago? Mm-hmm. She's I should great. know that. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd like to see PJ Queen get her vindication on a real drag show. <laughs> oh, yeah, Meatball. Yeah, Meatball. Oh, yes. Meatball would be amazing. Meatball would be such good TV. She, I mean, she would be great TV, but I think that, like, PJ would, would, like, I think PJ would bring it. She went home first on uh, on a made-up show. So, uh, <laughs> oh my well, show when, well, when the, the show, show was made up, you know, like, when it was, like, just, uh, let's Starting. try something. What are, you, are, you guys, are you guys free tomorrow? Um... <laughs> Okay. I got a, I got a phone camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if anyone needs to make a call, I have a phone. Yes, we have a show. If anyone wants to make a reality drag show, I have a phone. Do you have any so, sort of drag business reference. lunch special? <laughs> um, uh, so I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I, I do agree with you, though, and the fact that I hope that season 12 can keep up. I mean, it, the newness of it is going to be enough, maybe, but like, and their promo stuff was cute. I like their yeah. promo stuff was cute. Yeah. I, I think oh, they, I'd like to see Debbie Fox on. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think she'd be really good. I think I would, like Debbie. I think it would like eventually get like a lot more progressive too. And like, and I do understand that they're like in this bigger platform VH1 now because I feel like even when they were in Logo, like from season four to five, like I remember thinking like they really wanted Alaska in it, but they kind of thought like. Her drag was like, something that, like, even the audiences weren't ready for, quote-unquote. And, like, they put Sharon into it. And then Alaska was able to kind of, like, break that again and, like, do it. And I think they're going to do that eventually, too, like, with these seasons. There's going to be That's new what, shows. I mean, hopefully. But then, like, look at Milk. Like, Milk brought really weird, different stuff in season six. And all they did was give her shit for not doing Glamour. Yeah, and yeah. then when she brought... Then, only glamour and lost all of her like cool weirdness on her all-star season it was kind of like well balance, you yeah. know, like well thing. the thing is, is like we gotta be honest it, there's gonna be other shows that come on that are gonna be doing bigger and better things so at some point like RuPaul's Drag Race will that's why she's doing more shows guys I'm curious about <laughs> she what knows the there's next... a fucking expiration date I'm curious what the other what the, the sort of children of RuPaul's Drag Race are gonna be what are those shows gonna look like I mean, well, well, I mean, like Naomi is a child of it, you know what I mean? So it's like, Aquarius or do you mean like, like now that there's um, spinoffs, yeah. right? Spinoffs are other shows that that sort of come out as as latter day. Well, there's Dancing Dragon. Queen, the Alyssa Edwards show on Netflix. Oh, I Netflix. love that show. I mean, it's it's super slow going, but right. honestly, also let's face it, like, gay entertainment is not. Always good. I mean, I think so, that's the formula to stand uh, the test of let's time. Let's move on uh, to Charlie. Charlie says, I'm interested in, to know how you approach the topic of anal to girls. Um, what can, do, you want, do you want me to tell you how every dude that I've slept with has approached yes, it? Yes, please. They just fucking did it and didn't ask. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that would be how not to approach it. So that's that's dark. Um, So maybe you just uh, ask. I'd say like trash. I maybe maybe try like having sex with the person and being like, so what do you like? Yeah, I mean the thing is like at this point you could also just say, hey, can we try anal? Yeah, right. I I don't under this is this is the thing. We are a prudish country when it comes to sex. Uh, look, I, I'm, not, I'm not really sure w- uh, what a woman has to, to, to gain from doing anal, but there are girls who enjoy it. So it's like you just have to be able to say words 
uh, to another human being that's not in the form of a text message that has to do with <laughs> what makes your uh, fucking dick hard. You know Here's what I mean? The thing. Instead of asking us, why don't you ask your female partner? Yeah. What would you like? Exactly. What would you like? Yeah. I mean, why are you asking the Tony Soto show, hey, how should I ask this girl? <laughs> Go ask that girl what she wants. That's the, at the core of this is communication problems. Always. Always. Oh, it's always. But no, that's like continuously. Like, that's, that's a majority of our questions here. A lot of people... Because we don't talk exactly. to each other unless it's via text. And so we are learning that art. Even then, you could even ask if you can do anal or what they would like via text. Just don't be scared <laughs> if you don't get replied right away. Be patient. Yeah, but don't. Like, use <laughs> and you words. could always offer to take it. If, right, you know, you uh, want her yes. to. Well, see, we always say that there's got to be a tit for tat. I, mean, I feel like heterosexual men need to find their prostates. They need to uh, play with their buttholes. <laughs> it's a big thing, right. boy. It's, it's, it's listen. It's very you're healthy. missing it. You're missing out, guys. You have no idea. Just clean your butt and let someone touch it. It does not have to right. be a man. Let a woman make you feel like a girl. It's sexy. Trust me. You'll like it. If you'll all like else it. fails, you'll like just it. go to your local gay bar oh and find the bottom. Alright, who's next? Uh, I am. <laughs> Sherry says my brother's gay and 17 and recently purchased a MAGA hat online and is now quote unquote wearing it ironically, but mm-hmm. says he is getting bad reactions from both sides. He seems to be doubling down on wearing it, and I just think it's stupid. How do I make him see that what he's doing is stupid and dangerous? Yeah, what a fucking dummy. I mean, I think it's yeah. really easy to tell it's- your brother that he's a dummy. It's not funny. Like, he's obviously doing it for attention. I mean, that's the root of it. He's very naive. He's 17, so he came out when? Last week? He needs to be careful. (laughs) No, child, be careful out here in these streets because uh, Columbine happened. And, well, and also, maybe, no, no, what was that? Um, Laramie Project. What was the guy's name? Oh, yeah, Matthew Shepard. Matthew Matthew Shepard. Matthew Shepard, that happened. You can't be playing around with inflammatory things like that. This is a dangerous world. Well, Matthew Shepard was murdered just for being gay. Yeah, he wasn't trying to piss anybody off. And this takes me back to when I was young. I remember wearing like anti-God Marilyn Manson shirts at school just to get a fucking rise. But Mm -hmm. here's the thing. There are certain things that you don't wear around. And that's like... Hoods, white hoods, uh, and the fucking MAGA hat. All right? Like, at this point, the MAGA hat is... It's there. uh, It's a sign of fucking racism and bigotry. And and as a person who is uh, queer-identified... You are not helping the community. Unless he's a log cabin Republican, in which case I think we have some other problems that yeah. need to be discussed. In I, that know, I never Even understand. in satire, it doesn't work. I mean, like even those red hats that say something completely different that's not that. Like, we will like not a be play able on to that? wear red no. hats for at least 20 years. No, red hats are yeah. done. They're Seriously. canceled. They're canceled. Yeah. Red hats are canceled. Let's just let's just say that all together. Like Canceled. By the way, have you watched <laughs> uh, Killer Mike's show on Netflix? No. Um, it's. I am. I am balls deep in Ninety Day Fiance still. Thank okay. you. Okay, I have to say, like, like go on Netflix and watch Killer Mike's uh, new special. He literally does this episode where he talks about the Hell's Angels and how they kind of commercialize their logo and how they make money now while internet sales or whatever. So he incorporates uh, the Bloods and the Crips to make soda, and oh he does a whole episode of how like he tries to get uh, retailers to put. Cripacola and, and is that that Italian and, meat? Like, and, and blood pop 
in fucking grocery stores around New York. It is the most amazing. There's a focus group. There's a focus group of like fucking white this dudes. This is real? It's real. And the Crips and the Bloods are in there listening behind glass to the focus group of these people <laughs> being like, these people being like, Bloods and Crips are evil. It is so good. Check it out on Netflix. Anyway, that's a commercial that I'm not paid for. Um, <laughs> yeah. This was, this was such a good time. Let's start with what's going on in your life right now, Roger. What do you have coming on? Tell people where they can find you on social media. Oh, my goodness. Well, I have become an Instagrammer extraordinaire. I love the Instagram now. Oh, I, an extraordinaire. We love. Oh, I love these little videos. And so my Instagram is RogerQ underscore Mason. And then you can find me on Facebook at Roger Q Mason. Q is my middle name is Quincy. Mm-hmm. So what do I have going on right now? Um... This month, February, a show of mine called Age, Sex, Location, which is a, um, a body-shaming solo show, is going to be performed as part of Matriarch, which is a monologue collective. It's going to be at Theatro Luna in Boyle Heights. So that's running from February uh, 15th to May 10th. Uh, Ricky, yes. uh, what's going on with you, baby? One, I mean, your star is rising. <laughs> hardly, hardly. No, no, no. <laughs> she, she was just splashing around, you know. <laughs> no, but uh, I know you asked me, like, what ideally I would want to do. But the reality is I yeah. am having, I have my own lifestyle brand now. You it's called do. Gay Garb, right? So we're going to be selling some T-shirts and pins. And, like, we it's um, collaborative between me and... Gilbert and Michael and like we're these Latinx queers and so we want to like voice that you know they have a um, cute little shirt that says climate change made me gay yes climate change made me gay a pin that says America's next queer president yes and we want to just like this was like um like me and Gilbert have always wanted to collaborate together and like and this was like coming just of like what we want to say what we want to do like be the artists that we know we are and at the same time this is our like um call back to just like this administration so like anything that we like profit off of some proceeds will be going to charities that we like or that we believe in so this was like our way to give back to the community as well and where so can people find this stuff they can find us at uh, gay garb on instagram that's g-a-y-g-a-r-b like uh-huh. garbage <laughs> right because <laughs> i missed that one last Girl. night and on twitter as well gay garb um with an underscore at the end of it and you have a website a website, yes, gaygarb.lgbt. Uh, we're not launched yet, but it, there's a newsletter coming, so like we'll let y'all know when it's all coming out. And, and you the can shirts the are shirt. cute, the pins are cute. I love this sticker that bag. says, "What was the sticker saying? Who, who is she? Who is she? We want to know who you are. So Tell cute. us who you are. Well, I, I want yeah. that T-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super proud of you. Thank I think you. you're great. Like. I just love seeing your faggotry every let's, every let's month. Let's do it. Let's do it all. Keep coming to learn the words. Yes. Uh, Lucy. Friday night, I'll be in an Elgin pre- premiering this costume uh, yes. anxiety-ridden uh, thing I'm doing. And then Saturday, I will be fire dancing at Alhambra Palace uh, downtown. So come see me. I'll be doing some stuff. Yes, girl. Uh, mm-hmm. And don't forget, if you want to put some dildos in your holes, you can go to teatimetoys.com uh, and buy some dildos that Lucy makes with her own two hands. Or Ooh. butt plugs or cock rings. Her Come own, on. Oh, yes, Platinum been, cure silicone, people. Oh. Her own little tiny hands. I've been wanting to invest in a Nintendo. I'm going to hit you up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Rachel? I'm... 
I'm done. I don't. I'm not doing anything. We can end the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm working at Berlin on Friday. Please come give me all your money. Thank you. Um, I am going to be at uh, Battle Babies on February 11th at Precinct um, uh, at 10 p.m. So there's four new baby queens coming to lip sync battle against each other for a bar tab and your tips. So come out 10 p.m. It's going to be so much fun at Precinct. I am the Tony Soto Show on everything. Yes. Uh, and apparently I have to stipulate even Venmo. That's even Venmo. <laughs> um, Get your coins, girl. Get until coins. next week. Well, Max will be back next week and we're going to talk about his movie that he's in. Ooh. And we're going to have the uh, writers, producers, and director of Pig Hag so, on as well. It. So until next week. Bye. 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 Bye.